0: All right, let's start in child's pose. We're going to focus on the warming up. We're going to focus on the warming up. We're going to break down the practice. We're going to focus on the warming up section first. Actually, we'll focus on the intention. So in child's pose, while you're here, take a few breaths. And focus on your intention. It doesn't even have to be directly related to your asana, but your asana practice, because of the effects, the benefits of the poses and the breathing, are going to bring you into a more concentrated, more aware state, which will then in turn support your intention. Support your intention. What the intention is? You're also no practicing support. Just taking maybe two or three more full breaths. Inhaling, filling the space, materializing, creating space. And your next inhalation. Up onto all fours. Shoulders directly over the wrists. Knees directly under the hips. weight up the spine. Cat cow stretch. Inhale, tailbone, chest, and head up. Exhale, rounding the back, tailbone tucks under. Head relaxes down toward collarbones. Now, while you're practicing cat cow stretch. Take responsibility for the modifications that you know are beneficial for you. Do you hyperextend in the lower back? Do you need more engagement to the navel because of that? Do you carry more tension in the upper back? Make sure the head stays heavy on an exhalation until the very beginning of your inhalation so that tension is released. These are the things that you want to consider to cultivate personal practice. It's your opportunity to work on the things that you know your body and your mind needs. From there, going to full plank pose, shoulders directly over the wrists. Full plank pose is not appropriate for you, Then you stay supported on the knees, but take the knees back a little bit further than the hips. You're still getting some upper body strengthening. And engaging these deeper core muscles in your body so that you're coming from a space that's deep within you. Superficial muscles are engaged, but you're allowing these deeper core muscles to start participating in all of your movement and static postures. Downward facing dog is next. downward facing dog is inappropriate for you, or you have a variation of downward facing um, take it now. It's your opportunity. You're already starting to cultivate your own practice here. You've already starting here. I'll give you time to write stuff down, but right now, we're going to be a little bit more practical. Okay. Next inhalation. Come into full plank pose or all fours. Next exhale, go back into child pose. And down, here. Now we're we'll going to start some dynamic. Inhale all fours. Exhale, downward facing dog. Simple prostration, really considering it Continue between those three postures. Planks are all fours, child child's pose, and downward facing dog. It's a pretty simple way to warm up all the joints, the wrists, the ankles, the knees, a little bit of the elbow, shoulders, and legs but also affecting the spine. More with the spine. Now we're getting into a little bit deeper work with the spine. And then we'll add one more element and one more direction of mobility with the spine. The back So from child's pose, you'll lift the belly off the thighs, hips off the heels, and lift up the main back. And as you exhale, you'll flow the lower back down into child's pose, taking the hips back toward your heels, bring the palms down to the more support to the lower back. Inhale all fours. exhale downward facing a Now continue that movement. Now, if if you're practicing on the forearms, I continue, if you're practicing on the forearms, doing this dynamic, it might not make sense to you. To jerky and it doesn't feel like. So take a couple breaths in each posture, that way you're still getting some dynamic movement, or take one of the postures out. Maybe you're just going through child's pose into camel variation, and back and forth between those two. Make it up, so that it makes sense to you. But you're still working with the spine and warming the joints up. And then we'll all meet back up in child pose. Taking a resting breath or two in between the, you know, right at the junction, right, as you move from one thing to the next or one short set of postures to the next is really, I think, a great way to integrate, checking with breathing pattern, and sit back on the heels or any comfortable seat. So, just for those that have some wrist issues, instead of going into what we just went into, you might go into exhaling here, inhaling up, exhale here, inhaling up. That might be your repetitious movement, right? Or if you are practicing on the forearms, downward facing dog, standing here, inhale here, exhale here, inhale here, exhale here. Right? So you're splitting it up or breaking it up instead of like moving, shifting. Right? You want some fluidity in there, right? by chance, and maybe you have mobility now, and that happens where you, you start being worn out. It's not appropriate for you. you don't You're gonna to to be creative. There's ways that you're going to start thinking, where it's like, okay, I I want to warm up my joints, want to affect the spine. What are three or four postures that I can link together? You want to do more side stretching because that's effective for you. And create post. Exhale and down. Inhale and up. You can get a block on the other side. Exhale and down. Inhale and up. Inhaling up. Inhaling up. So there's lots of things that you can create from a static posture and string some things together or make it dynamic. Okay, start thinking that way, but at first we just want something pretty, pretty simple and you know, pretty basic and have allow it to evolve. So I'm just standing position next. Most of you done this uh, with me uh, in one of my classes, but I think it's a really great way to have something be a little bit more vigorous. The standing position. And I think it has more strength in your components than what we just did. right? So the Utsukitasana, to the prostration uh, posture, and the idea of taking your head below your hips and above your hips here, repetitiously, is a little bit more um, pronounced. It just has a, an effect on the brain, a effect on the brain. So take the palm straight up to the midline as you inhale. Exhale, forward fold. Let's sweep the arms forward. Since we're close to our neighbors, we can bend the knees here. Come down halfway, get a back. Inhale, coming up. Sweep the arms forward. Lean back a little bit. And then palms down the midline, sink in the hips, feet go into the chest, stay with your heels. Inhale, coming up. Exhale, forward fold. And then continue. Every time you go in or out of the forward fold, Arms sweep forward or to the side. Every time you exhale, into utkatasana. Inhale, out of utkatasana. Palms go up the midline. A little bit of an energetic effect in terms of expansion and contraction. There, with the arms overhead. If you have lower back issues and dynamic forward folding is not available to you, make something else up. Utkatasana, going up. Fine stretching. That center, Exhale to the other side. Forward something that you feel is beneficial for you. Sometimes like I'm just going to do the test, coming up inhale, here, the right side of the body, so you're strengthening back the lower back and the navel make things up that are effective for you again just moving together 3, 4, 5 postures that get heat generated and warm the joints to the spine what you're after Last round there. And stay in silence, keep the feet, palm in front of the chest.